This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the latest Liverpool Blood Red podcast, live from my hotel room in Boston. We are in Boston, aren't we? We are. It is Boston. It, it, it's hard to keep track sometimes. Uh, yeah, well, we're here because yeah, Liverpool are playing a game later on today. We're recording this on Sunday lunchtime, Boston time. Yes. Liverpool are playing against Sevilla at six o'clock at Fenway Park. Now, I know it's a very British thing to talk about the weather, Christian, but we have to talk about the weather because it is absolutely boiling here, isn't it? It is, and thank you for my introduction. Um, Sorry, apologies. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've, we've just become so close on this trip that it's just, it stands to reason that you say, this is Christian Walsh, hello. Hello. Um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it does feel like we've, we've been Michael Fish. There's one for, for our UK listeners, some of our overseas listeners might be a little bit confused about that but did I even introduce myself I don't think I did did I I don't think you did okay. it's been a long day yeah. already <laughs> um, which we can talk about more we, we can in a little bit later yes. on yes um, but yes uh, the weather it is I mean yesterday was if you cracked an egg on my head it would have fried within 20 seconds it was absolutely boiling and um Funny enough, we, we, we were having this discussion last night and we were having it again this morning with uh, the Anfield Raps Neil Atkinson and we don't know if it's really the best idea for the game to go ahead. Yeah, you um, think it should, should you? I don't think it should. I, there's, there is the state of Massachusetts, and a, or it might be a county thing, I'm not too sure, but some local authority anyway has issued a heatwave warning. Um, and basically it's all the usual things of whatever you do, don't you know leave your dogs or children in cars because you know it'll take a couple of min- minutes for people to for, for, for you know things to, to get hairy there um, and it's ultimately too hot to play a game of football but, I mean, I mean let's, let's be honest it's 36 degrees 36 yeah. 37 it'll feel like around 41 10 was yeah. in old morning Fahrenheit so it is I mean there's a, there was a little bit of a little bit of a breeze sorry as we went out this morning um, but otherwise, it's just so stifling, isn't it? And it was difficult just standing still, just watching the train yesterday, because we went down to Fenway Park uh, yesterday evening, Liverpool train for, for about an hour. I mean, it was meant to be a slightly longer session, but the weather kind of curtailed that a little bit. Uh, but there were, uh, it was hard work for just standing there watching, you were sweating, weren't you? So you can imagine what it would have been like for the players. Yeah, I, we were um, in the mix zone, weren't we, of course, mm. afterwards, and I think I got up close and personal to Gene Wijnaldum at one point, uh, as you did, I think you were even closer, because you had a... <laughs> A dictaphone shoved in his face, but the face was very sweaty. Um, and look, the footballers, of course, they perspire. Uh, they, they do a lot of strenuous physical exercise. However, uh, you could tell this was a... It was almost like a base layer of sweat because it was that warm. So it's going to be really difficult. Yeah, I think the weather is probably going to be similar in New York. I think it's been a very, very hot and humid week. Um, I think when they get back home on, on the Friday, they, they'll have into bit of a recovery session quiet one in Melwood hopefully with a bit of a breeze and maybe even a bit of rain so it'll be interesting to see how it plays out obviously it doesn't really matter in terms of the, 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 the results because pre-season results don't really matter and I certainly wouldn't say they matter in this heat no. I, I really it'll be difficult to know what, exactly what they can learn from this game yeah, won't it? I think it's just a case of, of getting through it goes without saying they, they should play the game because they're a a lot of people have travelled oh, a long way yes. in America to see Liverpool they wouldn't normally get a chance to see it. Exactly. I mean, Fenway Park's about 37,000 capacity. I know that the in Notre Dame, the capacity there was about 77,000, there was 40,000 there, and uh, which 
it's a good attendance still obviously with the, the ground being so big it looked like it wasn't particularly full although to be fair by the end of the game it did there were a lot of walk-ups at the last minute as, as you pointed out in the past it tends to be the way in America but uh, it's basically going to be a sellout this game yeah it so, sounds like it's a sellout so it'll be a good atmosphere we would say we were down there yesterday I think you've been before haven't you yes it was the first time for me um, I've been to baseball stadiums before but this was a, it's an interesting one isn't it you can see why now, well, personally, having seen up close what that stadium's like, it is a mix of traditional and old, tallied with, well, allied, sorry, with the brand new, where they have renovated certain bits and bobs of it. Anfield? Exactly, that's what's building up to. That's why perhaps FSG never ever thought we're going to move away. Mm. And you can see the way that the. Uh, the way that they wanted to plan Anfield by keeping that tradition because you can't you can build a new stadium but you can't build a tradition with money and bricks and mortar that comes over time and Anfield's got that you can tell just by going through Fenway Park it's got it as well can't you it's the infrastructure it's, it is it is the stadium itself the actual design as you say old meets new it's also the surrounding area because you sort of walk towards the stadium on the, 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 the centre of the stadium and you know you're heading towards Fenway, and the 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 the, the roads around are lined with um, you know paraphernalia, which say home of the World Series champions 2018, that kind of thing. And that's what Liverpool have done in Anfield. It's what FSG have done in Anfield. Sorry, when you've got the new square, if you will, you've got mm. 96 Avenue. Uh, you've it's got a sense of occasion, a sense of space, a sense of this is ours. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is ours, but it's also yours, and that's that's how Fenway feels, and that's how Anfield feels to me now. It's 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 come on a hell of a lot. Anfield, of course, the big the, the big main stand, the, the expansion is is the main part of that, but the general overall area, it's 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 far more user friendly. If mm. that's if we, if we can use that, that term. And it's you can see that there's a process behind there's a, there's a train of thought behind it. You know, we get stick for being FSG apologists, uh, so this might I think go one of our former colleagues well. certainly did. Yes, <laughs> indeed. Um, Pierce the puppet, <laughs> but they know what they're doing. And you can talk about transfer spend. You can talk about player acquisition, which obviously has been great in, in recent years. But ultimately, they've got they've they've built the foundations for Liverpool to have a really successful and prosperous future. And they did win the Champions League last season. points. Yeah. yeah. So there isn't really a lot more that they could possibly do. And they have been there for nearly nine years now, isn't it? Yeah. So it's a long time. You know, there's always that suggestion that maybe when owners come in, that they just want to use it, make a bit of money, and bail. But they always said they were there for the long term. They always said that they were there to build this infrastructure. They always said they were there for winning, and they've ticked all those boxes. But without this wishing to turn into an FSG, a brilliant podcast, it's just you know, with us being here in Boston, you know, give them due deference for for what they've achieved. Yeah, yeah. you can't you can't you can't ignore it. Mike Mike Gordon, um, we had a quick chat with him. We did, yes. Yeah. Playing Shane uh, Smallmobiles, yeah. It's, it's good that he knows the lines as well as me. Yeah. <laughs> but he's um, you know he he's he was there um, taking it all in. Um, we've seen a, you know a couple of people around the hotel uh, where the club is staying as well. It, FSG is the Boston is FSG's home. And I know that can rankle some Liverpool fans because they feel like, well, why aren't they making Liverpool their home? But it's it's impossible. It's it is what it is. They they are, you know, founded in Boston. They 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 are based in Boston. But you can you can tell a real sense of pride when Mike Gordon was sort of walking around. He was looking at what he built or what he helped build, um, in terms of the stadium, and then obviously his other love 
Liverpool Football Club are training in it, it must be a really interesting and I'm proud time for, for everyone involved. Now there are some people who weren't training, Kimmy. Good segue there, by the way. Uh, Alex Oxley chamberlain was one. Now I know on, on social media when people were watching the live feed of them training that some people you know, noticed it because it was noticeable. However, there's nothing wrong with Alex Oxley chamberlain He was you know, he jo- he he kinda of came out a bit halfway through the session to, to watch the remainder of it and he signed autographs afterwards and went through the mix home. But he was following his own specialised programme because it's easy to forget that the 60 minutes that he played against Borussia Dortmund on Friday, that's the longest he'd actually played in a, in a game since he got injured against, against Roma, which was, what, 15, 16 months ago. So he was following his own programme. Nathaniel Klein wasn't there. He took a knock. He was also, well, not training. He, he, he came out. Bobby Duncan, the same. He didn't uh, play against Dortmund because he had a, a sore foot having been clobbered by, uh, by James Miller, wasn't it, during training. So there was no real sense of any kind of concern over any of those players but we are expecting just dwelling on the game a bit later on today that the players who came on for those last half an hour on Friday we'd expect most of them to start wouldn't we and that would include the five who came back on uh, on the weekend, Andy Robertson, Jordan Henderson, Trent, Alexander Arnold, Gini Van Elden, and Virgil Van Dijk. Yes, the uh, the Champions League five, if you will, mm. five of the Champions League winners. Uh, this is the same pattern that was followed last season. Liverpool last preseason, should I say? Liverpool played Borussia Dortmund and lost three one um, in I think it was Charlotte. Uh, no, no, sorry, it was uh, MetLife Stadium. No, it was Charlotte. No, MetLife Stadium was United, wasn't it? No, no, no that was, was City. City was City. Was, the, Man United was the big, was it the, the big, big house? house? Yeah, that's it, yeah. House, yeah. So it was Charlotte, North Carolina, and Liverpool lost three one. The starter were from three of uh, let me just remember this: Camacho, Markovic, and Origi. Back when Origi wasn't the best footballer in the world. Nope. And before you go any further, the crowd absolutely. Oh, it's amazing. It was amazing, wasn't it? Yeah. Watching the training, they. They were shouting at him. They were screaming his name. They were singing his songs. That was just when he was doing like the stretches. Yeah, yeah. yeah just a bit of foam rolling. <laughs> uh, he's, yeah, I mean, yeah. So that, but that, that, that was that, that was Liverpool's from three. And then in the second game, they lost three one. People's heads fell off because oh no, they need to invest. Where's the money? And then um, the second game, Liverpool City. beat Man City two one with goals from Salah and Mane who came off the bench. Mm. So this is the this is how it works when there's an international tournament or the, the, you know there's been some sort of involvement over the summer. Otherwise, players come back in stages, and 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 this is the next phase for Liverpool of getting this cluster of players back and getting them playing well. So you you know you will see a much stronger spine. I think tonight, I think you'll see a a back four uh, which. Is probably very much close to the one that will probably start against Norwich or in any competitive game, whereas against uh, Dortmund this this time round in Notre Dame it was uh, Larucci, Klein, Matip, and with Gomez, Gomez. Uh, with Mignolet behind them. You, you're just not going to see that at all. I'd, I'd be amazed if you ever saw that again for Liverpool Football Club. So th- this is just all about now the next phase, and of course. After they play in New York against their sport in Lisbon, the next phase then will be to get Firmino, Allison, Mo Salah, and then lastly uh, Sadio Mane back. So it'll be interesting. Uh, it's a big opportunity to get more legs, get more legs in the minutes. This has been a long stretch. Get more minutes, get more in, minutes the, in, in the, the legs, legs, and let's see what happens with that because these five players are going to be absolutely essential. They were all big, big parts of what Liverpool did last season. 
especially in the Champions League. So, yeah, it's it's going to be good for them to get 60 minutes into the legs, even in this heat. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Now, these trips aren't just about the football, of course. When Liverpool go over to America, go over to Asia, go over to Australasia, places like that, it is about connecting with the fans and giving, you know, giving these supporters a chance to see the players that they wouldn't normally see. You know, we had the, the, the signing session after um, training last night, which you know, the place took a very long time, didn't they? And it's not just the ones that were... They had a little special area, didn't they, where people had got into... I'm not sure whether they had to mangle that, basically. But even then, when the players then came down the tunnel, there was obviously the fans had gathered around there, and they, they took time. We're talking. We're not just talking about the bigger names we mentioned, just a Rigi there, but you know, Larucci and, and, and Bobby Duncan and people like that. They all knew they were, and they're all the fans. So they're all, you know, that wish to say, oh, the knowledgeable crowd and everything. But they, yeah, they know the stuff. Yeah, of course you know, they. Yeah. They know that they certainly know all the chants, judging from some of the stuff that was coming out. And a few new ones. And, yeah, <laughs> and and some towards Manchester United as well, which was interesting. You know, the stuff you wouldn't normally hear apart from on the cop. So. So there's that aspect of it and then an awful lot of those fans who were at the train and then literally walked across the road and there was an LFC uh, fan event that was going on at a place called House of Blues which is a very very good venue by the way it was yeah, very, very good. good venue owned um, by uh, Tony Hibbert and Vinnie Samways really yeah, yeah. really and, well House, House of Blues oh dearie me Christian Wolfs this has been a long trip and I've walked straight into that one <laughs> um, well Tony Hibbert's he's too busy fishing at the fishing, moment yeah. yeah God knows where Vinnie Samways is right so <laughs> anyway, go back onto the point. Uh, this event, there was a, a couple of quite a few hundred Liverpool fans in there, all having a great time. There was also the legends were there that have come over, the likes of Jason uh, Jason McAteer, Ian Rush, Vladimir Smyser, likes a drink, uh, Patrick Berger, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it was nice actually. It was very relaxed. Peter Moore was there as well, He's of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, very relaxed. Fans loved it. Um, and on the stage, first of all, there was the boys from the uh, the Anfield rap, and a little bit later on, Jamie Webster got on, did his thing. Uh, we got there for that bit, didn't we? Yeah, because yeah. we were too busy doing work. Um, we got there for that bit. Jamie Webster, just it's great, isn't it? Great story. I, I mean, yeah. you you know from from a little while back, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's what I think he probably recognised my face and vice versa because we we used to get the coach together. We still do now and then, um, not in the same sections because there's a front end and a back end. But and I'm front and he's back. But he's um, yeah, he's 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 it's it's incredible. And the crowd. I've said I've said this before. Where, where else other than Liverpool? Where, where we, we, who else yeah. other than Liverpool? We, we, I I can't imagine Manchester United doing this. I can't imagine a normal lad from Manchester becoming what. Jamie's become um, and that's credit to yeah. him and the club and this isn't doing a disservice to other clubs because we have to bear in mind that Liverpool are in a particular position where a lot of people forget they are one of the biggest clubs in the world there's only two teams that won the Champions League more there's only one team that's won the English League more you know the, 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 the most successful English club in Europe and all over the world wherever they go so many fans so much interest all the fans the fans knew all the words and this is what, this isn't like um, when they've had the boss nights where they've had them in, where I've been to them in, in Munich and in Barcelona and the fan parks both in Kiev and in uh, Madrid for the final, where there was a lot of Liverpool fans, long-time Liverpool fans who travelled over there from England, from Liverpool, so th- that it was all part of the, the community, it was all the same people who were going there, but this was like Liverpool fans who were based over here oh, yeah, in yeah. America, they would never normally get the chance, they'll have seen the, the clips on YouTube, seen the clips on, on Twitter, social media, Instagram, whatever. And then this bit, they'll be like, this is our chance now. And even after the gig had finished, they were on the floor, weren't they? Bouncing, yeah, yeah. doing like it's the Firmino song. And, and, and do, you know like, what, do you know what as well? I, that's, that's exactly what happened 
after the boss night end of season do after Wolves. Oh, you went um, to that one, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I did, yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I've seen the pictures. Yeah. I've, yeah, I've, seen seen I've seen the pictures, yeah. yeah. Um, Leave Jamie Carragher alone. Let's pay back the fourth wall. You were the conduit here where both of us text you and said... Yeah, I was speaking to someone, yeah, 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 but yeah. I don't know what we said. Um, <laughs> so both me and Jamie, are, uh, Jamie Carroll in blissful ignorance. So, uh, but anyway, after that uh, boss mag, um, boss night, sorry, everybody went out. I'm gonna sing the Firmino song, you know, shirts twirl and tops off. There was a lad on a cab, wasn't there? Which and that was, away. and they love seeing that, wouldn't they? Exactly, exactly. And, and they love it. And I got I, I, this sounding cheesy. I got a bit emotional, as you know. A part of my <laughs> new role is. Is Liverpool.com, um, which is a, a sort of American lean and offering, um, sort of loosely affiliated to the Echo, but, but not quite. Um, and I know how much Liverpool means to, to people over here, and to see them get the opportunity to, to live out what they've been watching on YouTube, on Twitter, it was amazing because ultimately, you know, we were talking to some, uh, some really uh, nice gentlemen uh, yesterday. Uh, whose name escapes me, unfortunately. I met a lot of nice gentlemen over here. Um, but wow, great claim there. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, moving on. <laughs> uh, yeah. But he um, he was you know he was saying about how you know he hasn't been to Anfield uh, yet, but he really wants to go, and that'll be great for him. You know, and, and it really will be a yeah because he's the one that had his wife's a half half, half scouts, scouts, yeah, yeah. and he's the kids. Have been brought up as Liverpool fans Liverpool because fans. they've watched the the the, the, fan, the, the parents watching exactly. the game. So, and that'll be amazing for him when he takes his little daughter and and, and and whatnot. It will be an amazing experience. But you you know you you're not you are part of the that community, but you're not sort of in a room with a hundred of your friends and a hundred. Well, this of, is of the this is the power. Know what it's like what, to be an American what, Liverpool. What we're learning here is the power of social media. Mm. Where obviously we know that there's lots of things that are not right with social media. However, it's it is called social mm. media for a reason. It is about conversation. It's about sharing things. And because they've seen that, they want to copy. And that's something that's happened the world o- o- over. If like Liverpool, because they are the European champions, they that's why they've got a reason to celebrate that's why they have these nights these nights wouldn't be happening if they weren't in Europe and getting further on in these competitions if you go anywhere in the world now it's the same and, and it's, it has made the world smaller for Liverpool but it's also at the same time made it absolutely enormous yeah exactly and, it, and it's amazing to see because these, these people who live in America I was speaking to a Canadian lad as well uh, it, it's just it gives them the opportunity to, to live out their dreams and and as I say, if they go over to Liverpool, you know they might also be with the daughter, or they might be on their own, and they'll have a great time. But it might necessarily be the same um, for them to actually sort of be there and and be a part of this Liverpool thing, um, which has come over to them. But it's only come over to them because they've imparted their passion onto mm-hmm. Liverpool. That's the reason why Liverpool are over here. So it's it's great. It, it, it's, with, it's, with, it's without great. wishing to nick, no, I'm going to directly nick. Uh, a motto of another club Liverpool are more than a club they certainly are and they are it's a movement it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a statement and I think I've said this in a couple of pieces I've written this week that I feel like you know if, if you're a, a, a US soccer fan and you, you you're a Liverpool fan and you meet another Liverpool fan that's almost like a vetting process because you know that they are they're going to Try and adhere to certain values and morals and 
that kind of thing towards Liverpool because it'll all be about Shankly, it'll all be about the the collective, it'll all be about working class, that kind of thing. So automatically, well, you know, you've picked Liverpool or you know you support Liverpool because of X, Y, and Z. You're all right by me, and that really strengthens that feeling of community. And you saw it last night; it was it, it was excellent. Just one final thing: we obviously this morning uh, were fortunate enough to go down to the team hotel and speak to Jurgen Klopp. He walked in and said, "Are you two brothers?" Like, Thanks for that. There's no need. It could have been Jürgen. a lot worse. Yeah, it could have been a lot worse because you'd originally turned up in a top that was basically just copying off mine, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Your well, yours was copying off mine. Well, technically, because you'd woken up earlier. Yeah. yeah. But I hadn't seen it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got the well. I got the call off you saying yeah. we need to get to the team hotel yeah. quickly. I was in me me running gear. I I was dressed like I was just going to the Tesco for a pint of milk. I was actually with Neil Jones. Uh, Gullacom for me of this parish <laughs> and uh, we were searching for breakfast and I was still having our breakfast so I'm absolutely yeah, I'm starving, starving now yes it's going to be fun to dinner now <laughs> this is the kind of thing you have to put up with on tour people well it was I know yeah but any, no he was even excellent all um, expenses paid of course yeah <laughs> <laughs> within reason yeah. we can't just go off and just buy like yeah, that's how brown steak yeah. and everything yeah, the, the, for breakfast. That, that yeah. new iPad's not getting through uh, HPLC's <laughs> expenses. No, um, tell your story about some expenses, but that's certainly not for the podcast. Yeah, that, that's, that's off tape. What was it, a Game Boy or something? <laughs> it wasn't me. It was somebody else. So anyway, Jürgen Klopp. Um, I'm sure we can talk about it in more detail when our respective articles, articles are published, which will be next week. So look out for both on the Echo website and Liverpool.com. However, Brandon, I'll message there. Yes, very much so. But um, yeah, it was a really enlightening time with him. Um, he seems very, very relaxed. He seems really happy. You know, that's, that's one thing we can discuss is that his mood was very good. We yeah. weren't the only people who went to speak to him. There were a few others, and you'll sure you'll see the interviews as well further down the line. But there was a lot of laughter, and it was a he, he, the whole. You mentioned before, but we did bump into one or two other people who worked for the club. I mean, you, the European champions and. There's never been a better time to be working for the club. Everything's on the up. That is a daft thing to say because they are at the pinnacle in terms of European football. But it is on the up, isn't it? It is, and I won't name who, but there is a you know somebody who works for the club, and I've spoken to them a couple of times recently. And every time it just goes back to the fan park in Madrid was amazing, and it's just the whole kind mm. of feeling around the club, and people are still living in that post Madrid euphoria. Um, so they should really. Well, of course they should. It's, it's, it's well, six times is as we mentioned before more than everybody apart from these two. Is it one hundred and eighty yeah. man? It's only six times. They should say only, but it doesn't happen very often. No, it, it does really not doesn't. happen very often. What's well, happened? What twice in twice in thirty five years? Five years, years. basically. Yeah. So it's 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 a generational event. Mm. You know, when you look at those six, well, four of them came within a, a seven year period. Mm. These two have come within a thirty-five year period, so it's a generational thing. And um, the, the 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 trick and the belief, I think, for Liverpool is that it's not going to be a generation generational thing. It's going to be something that's a little bit more frequent. Um, and, well, you know, they've, they've got time, successive finals, so it yeah. suggests it's already in the making. Yeah, and they've um, you know having sort of spent time with Ian Klopp there today at close quarters. I just I, I wouldn't put it past them. To, to do it again and that is us done for now we're both absolutely starving and we will see you at the game later cheerio you've been listening to the blood red podcast from the liverpool echo